finger from Percy. It's Wednesday night. It's podcast night. We got a real treat for you guys tonight uh, and you ladies tonight. Uh, we're going to tackle John Prime, and it's that's quite a, a feat to try to tackle. And our special guests tonight, of course, returning Brad and Tammy Hicks. They do our songwriter series. Thanks, guys, for coming back to do this. Brian's here sitting in with his list. Yo. This is going to be interesting. We've been listening to a bunch of John Prine this past week. We even had a listening party at my house this weekend. Uh, we've had a lot of people just waiting for this episode. So it's going to be a good one. It's going to make a very good playlist, but this is going to be a good podcast discussion for sure. So thank you all for coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah. yeah and we'll be, we'll be, I'm, I'm interested to uh, learn what we're going to pick for the next songwriter. So this has been a good series. Percy, I know you're all into Mr. Prine. So this is, we're, we're eagerly awaiting your picks. And I know Brad is too. And um, what's that? I still didn't get you. Sponsors. Oh, yeah. Getting there. So um, can't wait until we hear everyone's selections. So our sponsors tonight, and thanks for that reminder, Brian. I actually didn't remember. But we want to thank Busted Oak Bourbon Society. They've been very good to us. And if you're looking for a neat little, it's a neat little, it's a, Fabulous bar. Um, check them out. Our other sponsors are Smokehouse Spices, Smokehouse Crackers. We're enjoying some of those oyster crackers tonight, Robert and Lynn. Thank you so much for that. And our big sponsor is Spotify. We are sponsored by Spotify for podcasters, and we were very blessed to get that. So with that being said, y'all ready to get into this? Do it. All right, let's do it. Brian, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Tammy, I should have brought that blue tequila, although they said I couldn't drink it. All right, let's go. (laughs) Percy, what's your honorable mentions? My first honorable mention is kind of, it's almost like a country song, but he, John Prine, this is not a sad song, but John Prine said, as a listener, he loves sad songs. Okay. That kind of made him fit into that country mold with some of the right and some of my listening this week John Prine said one of his his three biggest influences were Hank Williams Bob Dylan and Roger Miller and when you listen to a lot that's quite a cocktail when you mix that a lot of his songs with that kind of not taking himself so seriously you get that Roger Miller You you can tell the Roger Miller in his writing well there's a lot of Prine songs like all of them that I've heard, he doesn't take himself too seriously. But the lyrics are fantastic. And they, they probably touch a nerve on in some shape, form, or fashion on, on anyone that listens. All right, what you got next? My first honorable mention is They Ought to Name a Drink After You. <laughs> That's a great song. And it talks about all they do is fight, and he sits on a bar stool, and, well, they ought to name a drink after you. All right. That's pretty much, to me, it was pretty much a country song. Yeah. And the next one, I got a lot of Roger Miller sense out of this. And it's Let's Talk Dirty in Hawaiian. Yep. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's more like a poetry. Yeah. From, a, <laughs> from a, uh, his 1986 album. Can and I, you talk dirty in Hawaiian? 
I can speak a little bit from listening to this song all week. Oh, okay. Because there's some Hawaiian. You got an example? No, not currently, but. Akuna Matata, <laughs> is that Hawaiian? <laughs> I don't think so. Melikalikalamba, what is that? It's the thing to say on this bright. Mecca like a high, mecca honey ho. There we go. Got natural Don Ho in here. Y'all never watched Grumpy Old Man. Oh, yeah. He's been out to the, yeah. He said, You ever been out to the Hawaii Island? Come on, I want to lay you. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> they charge extra for that. All right, what else you got? The last one I got is a duet, and he wrote this song himself. It's a duet with Iris Dement. And it's in spite of ourselves. Man, that's and such a great. Some of the lines in that song, like one of the lines is, "She thinks my jokes are corny. Yeah. Convict movies make her horny." Yeah. It was just that tongue-in-cheek stuff throughout the whole song. Yeah. Do convicts and make you horny, Percy? It was convict movies. Oh. But no, they do not. <laughs> well, we got an answer. <laughs> But he does several songs. The convicts actually do. And he also, no, and you know, no. that song was when, right after he'd had his throat surgery when they took a tumor out of the right They, they, they do several, he does several songs with Iris DeMint. And I'm not a fan of hers by herself, but she blends so well with John when they do duets together. Gotcha. All right. And that's my last honorable mention. Good ones. Big Brian, check on, check the brains on my, Big Brian. Uh, my first honorable mention is, it was a 2008 song, When I Get to Heaven. He talks about what he's going to do when he gets to heaven. He's going to shake God's Such hand. Such a great song. And he's going to open up a nightclub called I cannot believe The Trees of Forgiveness. The Tree of Forgiveness. But you know, yeah. the reason... That, there's a lot of... Thunder just got just got stolen and actually, completely ripped out of here. Yesterday at uh, your house, face, we had a listening party when we had vodka and ginger ale. Yes, courtesy of this song. But the reason he wrote the line about a cigarette nine miles long is because he smoked a pack a day yep. until he got cancer, yep. and then he quit. But he said he never lost the taste. For a cigarette, and I'm not sure that that's the way heaven goes. But he's gonna have a vodka and a ginger ale and a and a cigarette that's nine miles long. That's great. And by the way, a vodka ginger ale is also known. The bar name for that is a Copperhead. They even sell shirts on his website that's got the pearly gates, and then there's basically a bar. With a John Prine sign, and it says "Tree of Forgiveness" on the well, front. I of it. hope that's where I'm. And you know, going. when he done that song, a lot of that he talks through it, and mm -hmm. it's like when Hank Williams Senior does some of his songs. It's more right. of a like know, that poetry soliloquy thing. That album was his last album, yes. and his kids basically went to him and said, "His kid and his wife said, it's time for you to make an album." He thought he'd done one last year. It'd been 13 years. So what, no, time flies by. What they did was they put him in the Omni Hotel in Nashville, just him, because he said, if I was at home, I couldn't do nothing. So he took boxes and stuff that he had wrote up, and they just yeah. locked him in the Omni Hotel. And he tells these stories about when he's on, his, on the road, he always takes his own mustard with him. To put on his hot dogs. And when he orders... Room service, he tells them there's two people. 
because he's copped some silverware. He said, I don't never want to be caught without silverware. He said, what good is it as a steak if you ain't got no silverware? <laughs> Actually, most of his songs were written in hotels because he said that's the only place that he could lock He could get away and just it. lock in. He said, if I'm at home, I'm, I'm trying to do things around the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's all good. All right. And my next one is uh, Sam Stone. Man. Which good. that talks about the... Good one. You know, the, the veterans and the, that gets hooked on. The addicts. Yeah, the addicts. And it, well, it's really about one that, a veteran with a purple heart that died of an overdose, I think. That's what it's kind of sort of about. Okay. Could be wrong. And my last one is, and this one cracks me up, Grandpa was a carpenter. Yeah. You know, yeah. it says he built houses, stores, and banks, chain smokes, camel cigarettes. <laughs> Yep. That's you know, that's just that's good old down home. Hammer, nails, yep. and planks. Hammer, nails, and, nails and, planks. and planks. Yep. All right. Mr. Hicks, Chief, All right. what you got? My number one honorable mention Honorable mention is uh, Please Don't Bury Me. Okay. <laughs> oh, you got Percy. I got Percy. You nailed him. We're even. Right in the solar plexus. We're good. We're even. Boom. <laughs> Uh, my brother sings this song and picks the guitar. Lee does? Yes, he does. All right. It, it's, I love that. Cool. Uh, I think he uh, recorded in 1973. But, uh, Such a great... That was off the Sweet Revenge album. And his, his original idea was a guy dies, but the angels send him back. But he changed it to giving his organs away. And... One of the first lines in the song is, I walked into the kitchen, and oh, what a feeling when my soul went through the ceiling. Went through the ceiling. <laughs> and on to heaven I did ride. And at the end of the song it says, uh, send my mouth way down south and kiss my ass goodbye. <laughs> That's great. That's and good going, stuff. Going back to one of the Brian, uh, the song, When I Get to Heaven, I think the first few words, first line, you know, he says, I'm going to shake God's hand and thank him for all the blessings that I, don't, I didn't earn. You know, uh, I think John had a, uh, when he found out he had cancer, he had a, you know, he turned his life around. Well, you know, he had it twice. Yes, he had throat and lung cancer. And then mm. they asked him about that last album, if he sat down and wrote basically about mortality. And he said, I didn't intend it to be that way. But when I got finished with it and yeah. looked back, it kind of seemed to be about mortality. Right. Um, Excellent. My next honorable mention, we've talked about this, and I, I know he didn't write it, but we talked about this earlier. Mm -hmm. Casey Musgrove. Yeah. She wants to burn one with John Prine. Well, who doesn't? Um, and I know it, he didn't write it, but he sang it with her a few times. All right. And I just felt like I had to throw that in. And that was, that was one of his favorite yes. of the new people, her and Sturgill. He called Sturgill Simpson yeah. the savior of country music. I'm in on that. I don't know what I agree with that. but I'm in on that. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I'm all about Sturgill. Sturgill. Could be the savior of country music, but he kind of like 
go out on these tangents. Right. And, yeah. and stuff. But he very well could be. He's a great writer, for sure. we got to give him props on that. All right? All right. My last honorable mention is uh, he co-wrote it, and it's the only one that's on my playlist that is not it's not sung by him in the best way but uh, Love is on a Roll Love is um, on a Roll that's Don a good one you can't beat the Gentle Giant yeah I mean, Gentle no. Giant's uh, no. got to see him one time in Chattanooga and it was one of the best shows I've ever seen wow the Gentle Giant doing John Prine and he had a uh, bass guitar player in the background that looked like the Dancing Chicken I mean, he was all over the place. He was getting down. He was. Were you there, Tammy? Yes, I was. All right, that's great. All right, so far we got some good honorable mentions, some thunder stolen. All right, my time. I'm going to go a little off script here. I'm going to pick John Prine's songs, a few done by some other artists. All right, and they're good songs, and I, I really like them. So my first one is Daddy's Little Pumpkin. Yep. Done by the Drive-By Truckers. So I just discovered that this last week and I love it. Love the truckers. By the way, they're coming uh, to a concert near us soon. Might check that out first. Yes, they are coming All to right. the O'Ryan. Yes. Uh, my next honorable mention is going to be All the Best by My Morning Jacket. I don't know if y'all listen to, to Morning Jacket. Oh, I got you, Brian. <laughs> you got the finger from the Boom, finger I got grass. the other finger from Brian. These Pendergrass boys throw out a lot of fingers around here. We'll leave that alone. Um, all the best, my Morning Jacket. My last honorable mention, and it's really probably, it's, it's a great song. And I did not realize that Prine had wrote this till my beautiful, lovely wife, Amanda, told me about it. And his version is good, but I, and I thought I was going to go with his version, but I re-listened to the other one, and it's Killing the Blues by Robert Plant yep. and Allison Krauss. Yep. And it's just great. a great, great song, and I, I just love their version. So those are my honorable mentions. So yep. that slate is clean. We're about to stop and start, excuse me, start the top five. Percy? What's your number five? My number five is that's the way the world goes around. It says one day you're up, the next day you're down, a half inch of water, and you think you're going to drown. Love it. You know, uh, Miranda Lambert supposedly does that in her concerts every show, but I like John Prime's version better. There's this, she did a... a she did a duet with John on uh, one of his albums. Was it was it Cold Cold Heart that she sang with him on one of their albums? I, yes, it was. And that was showing his love for Hank Williams because on his was the album German Afternoons. He mm -hmm. recorded a Hank Williams song on that album. It was really like a, a really rare Hank Williams song that he recorded on that, and that that's album. When that, uh, the song, When I Get to Heaven, that's, if you read and look, that is what he is trying to, he's trying to mimic Hank Williams. Right. You know, it's more speaking there is than there is singing. 
Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. We're off to a good start. Brian, what's your number five, bro? Well, my number five's already been stolen, but I'm going to stay with it because I really do like it, and it's all the best. You know, I didn't know that uh, it was produced by Howie Epstein, Epstein mm -hmm. which was Tom, Tom Petty's first player. And he played on Welcome Back, Cotter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he did. With Boom Boom. Ep yeah, Epstein. Yeah. You know, it's got a funny line in it. It says, I wish you don't do like I do and fall in love with someone like you. Mm, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's trying to he's trying to w wish his ex-lover the best, but I don't think it's working out in his favor. Good choice. All right. Chief, what you got for number five? Well, my number five is going to be Hello In There. Oh, great one. Um, I get another one. He hit you again. I'm about done. You're taking the licks there, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, Stay down, Rock. He's just a storyteller. I mean, it, it just, and I don't know, I may have already said this, but he would have artists call him up and just, you know, hey, I got this. They may have one or two lines. He said, hey, let's go eat lunch. And they would go to a cafe. And but, you know, they ask him, when he was writing all these songs, 21, 22, being so young, how could, he could write songs from an old person's vantage point. And he said that, especially on his mail route, because he was a mailman. He was a mailman. He, he loved talking and getting stories from older people. I got that. That's probably where that's, he got most yeah, of Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Because, you know, he was, he was not doing too well, and Roger Ebert, Wrote a whole page review. That was in the New York Times. Maybe in L.A. I don't know. It may have been. Wrote a whole page review and said, the singing mailman delivers. And after that, it's when his, he really started picking up and yeah, selling was, out shows and in, stuff. He was a mailman in Chicago. In Chicago. Wow. That's a tough place to be a mailman. A little cold in the winter. All right. Your num that's your number five? That's my number five. All right. I'm going to get you guys on this one. My number five is... Your flag decal won't get you into heaven, heaven. any more. That's a yeah. killer song. And uh, I know uh, I listened to it again the other day when we were having our listening party, and I, I just really well, And that, that song. turns into his sense of humor. When at the first of it, when he says, while digesting Reader's Digest in a dirty bookstore. Now, who's going to be reading Reader's Digest in a dirty bookstore? <laughs> Uh, and he talks about the the flag falling out. Yeah. And there's a lot of truth to that song. And it was the Vietnam era, you know. Yeah. You know, they're already, heaven's already crowded from your dirty little war. Yep. Yep. That was great. It was a great song. Thanks for the commentary on that, too. I knew you'd have some. All right, so we're rounding the bend to number four. What you got, Purse? My number four is... Egg and Daughter Night, Lincoln, Nebraska. Mm -hmm. All right. He was trout fishing with a guy, and he told him about this Egg and Daughter Night, this actual thing. He got the town wrong in Nebraska. It was some other town in Nebraska. But where the egg farmers in Nebraska would bring their daughters and drop them off if they're rolling the skating rink while they would go and sell eggs. And they looked at it as their time to make their chance to make time with the egg farmer's daughters while they dropped them off. And it 
He didn't know it, but it was actually a real thing. Egg and daughter night. Egg and daughter night. Egg and daughter. We didn't. We probably had that here and didn't even know it. The old McElrath Farms. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't see many of them at the skating rink. Did I ever catch you in the middle of the rink with that guy with the afro? You and Wayne? Ronji. No, you knew his name. <laughs> That's crazy. I was always impressed by him. I was a He's classic. the best skater in the whole ring. He can shoot the duck, do all those moves. It's crazy. The rest of us are flying around there like psychopaths. Pull that out of my Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm cracking up. All right. Where are we at? Number four. Number, number four, four Brian. Brian. My number four is, and nobody's got this yet, thank goodness. Spanish pipe dream. Yeah. Oh, that's you know, a good one. If, if you just listen to it, it reminds you of Nitty Gritty, Dirt Band to me. Yeah. You know, and it it's just about a, a counter he had with a with a waitress in Chicago. But, but here's something funny. It was an orig- it was originally titled "Blow Up Your TV" because it was it, it was going to be about girls forgetting to take the pill, and they made him. They made him change it, so then he went with Spanish pop dream. Probably a good change. Yeah. Yeah, solid change. All right, so that's your four. Chief, what you got for four? My number four is uh, something he released in uh, 1994, I think. Unwed Father. All right. Where at the time, he was married to uh, Rachel Peer, and she sang duet with him on it. And it's... uh, basically talking about teenagers having babies having babies yeah and not really ready for parenthood yeah but, uh, it, it's good storyline behind it that shit's still going on still going on yeah what can you say alright good selection first you like that one I do alright good you got more thumbs up alright my number four taking a walk Great song. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. Um, it could go in someone's list higher than four, but uh, I like the song when I heard it. It caught me, and uh, so I'm going with You could almost, one. we could almost broke this down into like two yeah. periods, early John and, you could, and, and yes. late John. You could, and you could also break a third one down into duets. Right. I mean, he sang with a lot of different people, and he co-wrote with a lot of different people. And we'll talk about one in particular one. We're all set I think and done. The, the gem of all gems. Yes. That, yes. Without a doubt. So that's my number four. And we are now at the nitty gritty. Percy, what's your number three? My number three was used a few weeks ago on the episode we had, and it's Illegal Smile. Yes, and that was on an episode. And he swears up and down that it's not about smoking dope, that it was when he was a kid. I don't like that word dope. Weed. Weed. Uh, marijuana, weed. ganja, nope. chronic. Guess. Yeah, all right, that's better. All better. But Some hooch. He, uh, <laughs> he said it was when he was a kid, he could laugh. And I can relate to this, just weird stuff that nobody else could get that he could laugh at. And that's why he came up with Illegal Smile. But it kind of got, mo- a lot of songs get morphed into something else. They do. And that one kind of got morphed into... Yeah, without a doubt. It, 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 it grew a legend to it, but it's in there. But that's off that the first album that he did, and you could... 
there's not a bad song on that first album. No, there's not. That he did. I have that on vinyl, and it's great. Classic. All right, Ryan, what's My your number, number three? three? is Souvenirs. Oh, damn. It was about, about his childhood. He they went to a parents took him to a carnival, and he thought he lost his little brother there. So it was, you know, and it, if you always see him, it, Steve Goodman sang yeah. with him a lot, and that's the same they always sung together. Him and Steve Goodman had the same agent. Yeah. And that was a lot of helping him start when he started uh, Old Boy Records. Mm. And he, he tells which about... Son, which his son is running. His son's running day. now. But when they, when they first started that, in the early days, it was basically mail-in. People would mail-in for records or whatever. And he said that they had, had people that would just send them a check and say, this is for your next record whenever it comes out. Oh, wow. It was just like prepaying for his next one. Yeah. Hmm. That's, a, that's a popular and he's got right there. Uh, he keeps his Christmas tree up year-round. Right. He's yeah. got 45 records from from the old boy records in the early days that's hanging on his Christmas Those are tree. His ornaments. And he, he cool. keeps it up year-round. Hmm. Very cool. That's your number three. All right, Brian, what you got? Oh, that was did we get that was yours? All right, Brad, Chief, what's your number three? My number three, he released in 1978. And when you first start listening to it, when he comes in with the music, you think, damn, this is going to be Jerry Reed's song. Mm, which I'd like. Which is Iron Ore Betty. And Iron I said, Ore oh, Betty. Or you know e. that one, Purse? Not Iron Whore, <laughs> but Iron Ore I, I do. Betty. Iron Ore, yeah. Yes. Uh, That's better than the other, the alternative. And it, it sounds just like a Jerry Reed song, you know. It's got the yep. old funky. Yep guitar licks in it and great song good stuff good choice thumbs up so far oh yeah well, you know there's a song that he skips me now that he wrote that talks about uh being in los angeles and then just moving to nashville and that helped helped him to be able to write all those sad songs moving to nashville and you know the way nashville treats people right artists rather right. That you know, that's what caused him to do that. But he loved Nashville. I mean, he lived there. See, that's where he was living when he passed. When away. he died, uh, he um, there's a couple lines in that song. It uh, I think it says, "I got rug, rug burns on my elbows, and she's got rug burns on her knees." Uh oh. <laughs> I challenge everybody to listen to the or watch the CBS Sunday morning that they did yes. with Prine. It's like an hour and a it's half. A right. Right. And they're at, they're at his house. Yep. That's just a, a wealth of knowledge and kind of... Kind of what his life was about. Yeah. yeah. Worth a watch, for yes, sure. Because, right. you know, he got the title of the bar, the Tree of Forgiveness, you know, yeah. when, when he got to heaven. That was... It was a takeoff on a bar in Ireland because his wife... Fiona was from Ireland. She was Irish, and while he was courting there was this bar that had some kind of name that was similar to that, and then that's where he got the the tree of forgiveness. That's a, that's which, an awesome story. Which, by the way, in March, my beautiful wife Tammy and I, along with the Ennises, are going to Ireland. 
Oh, are y'all going on the, the trip? The trip with the chamber, and yep. we are taking a handful of stickers, and they're going to be worldwide. We will load you up. I think we got someone going to Vietnam, too, don't we? Well, I've got a buddy that lives in Oxford, and with his company, he has to go to Vietnam a couple of times a year, so I'm hoping he takes the stickers. That I, I want to see him in Ireland. Yeah, and if anybody wants stickers, let us know. We can take part of the sticker challenge. We uh we stickered up Lake Gunnersville Saturday night. Saturday. Tammy, you were a rock star. It was great. <laughs> so much fun. All right, my number three. I think Percy, you turned me on to this one, so correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Lonesome Friends of Silence. Science. That's what I said. Lonesome Friends of Science. But he made two... <laughs> Silence, science. 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 That's the Thomas Dolby. Weird science. Yes, science. I can't even read my own writing, but I heard the song and I liked it a lot. So that's going to be my number three, and I'm sticking to it. All right. All right, we're down to it, number two. My number two is a song he wrote so his father would know that he was a songwriter. I know what's coming. And it's Paradise. Yep. Because that's apparently Paradise is not even there anymore. But it was about where they were from. Western Kentucky. In yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, this is weird. It's probably has this old Sturgill connection. This is weird. I was sitting at the house the other day and I was listening to Paradise because it talks about Muhlenberg County. Mm-hmm. And my brother's buddy that lives in Kentucky sent me a picture of some. Uh, Libations that had Muhlenberg yes, wrote on it. Me this. And that was creepy because I was listening to that song when he sent me that picture. Mr. Peabody's Coal Train. Then hauled him away. From, from Muhlenberg. And I was like, well, that's just weird. Old Muhlenberg. Road trip. Yeah. To the Food you know, King. If, if nobody's ever been to Western Kentucky or even Eastern Kentucky, but when I worked with Corbett and we worked up in Western Kentucky, Beautiful. It country. is beautiful country. Beautiful country. And you get, that's a horse country too. You, you mm-hmm. see it driving up through it. All right, next, who's up? Big Brian, Brian. what my, you got? My number two, and I started to use it last week for our red, white, and blue, but I saved it for this week. Blue Umbrella. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's a breakup song. You know, he said, Told it on the shoulder. The first time you get your heart busted, you never forgive. And it was another song off the Sweet Revenge album. That's a pretty good album. Those first three albums were just magnificent. I mean, I don't know any other way to put it. But those first three, Sweet Revenge, would be in the third one. Right. That those those were great albums. Good stuff. All right, Chief, what you got? Okay, my my second is I remember everything. Damn. I killed me on that one, son. That's a that's a deep there's some deep thought into that song. Uh, kind of like the yeah. Sam Stone song. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, a, love that song. You, you, you can tell there's some personal endeavors that's been mm-hmm. talked for about. sure. Great choice. Could be on anyone's number one. Yeah. By the way, so my number two, I've got to do it. It's souvenirs. It's already been stolen, but that's a great song. But I'm gonna add a little twist to it. And um, I'm going to say Souvenirs by Jason Isbell, just to piss Percy off. It's not going to make me mad. I just well, don't. I can tell the look in your eye. Just not a fan of Mr. Isbell. 
Yeah, well, it's a good song. He does a good romance. But it's a great song. It is a great song. So that's my number two. We are down to it. Number one, big moment. Percy, can't wait. What's your number one? My number one got stole a long time ago, and it's Please Don't Bury Me. Mm, good one. Sorry about that. I just... That's There's some thunder song. stealing tonight, but it's you just, can't a, get off it. It's a, just a fun song. Yeah. That song just, just sticks with me, you know, about... How on up into heaven he did ride. He talks about all, just chop him up, all the parts of his body, send his Sit stomach yep. to Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> just the Classic. whole the whole song. That was a great written song, and it's just yeah. kind of a fun song. It, is. it ain't sad. It's kind of just up tempo. One of those that everybody can sit around and sing. And yeah, good choice. Good number one, Brian. My number one is, of course, everybody knows this one. Angel from Montgomery. I'm glad it's on the list. You know, and I like it. it. I mean, he there. does good, but Bonnie Ra- Bonnie Raitt does it better. So, one of the, to me, one of the best songs ever. Yeah. Done by Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to mention that, and you know, afterwards. And, uh, but yes. And that's a number one for sure. Good choice, Chief. What's your number one? My number one, and I don't know if uh, y'all read. Seen Bob Dylan, which we've already done his yes. songwriter series. Yep. Bob Dylan was a number one fan of John Prine. I believe that. And he said that his words were, quote, the best song he's ever written is Lake Marie. Lake Marie. That's quite a compliment coming That's from Bob coming Dylan. From Bob Dylan. And of course, y'all all know that uh, Chris Christopherson, which we've featured yep. on here before, was very instrumental in getting John Prine into the spotlight. Yeah, I, they, I never knew that. Yes, and they co-wrote a lot of songs together, um, John and Chris. Yeah, good stuff. Did y'all, by the way, see his Austin City Limits episode? Chris's. No, John. John. I saw, yes. There's oh, one where they. He's the, funny. The best of Austin Sea Limits that he does. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's everyone's number one but mine. Mine has been stolen, but I'm sticking to it because I love the song immensely. And it is I Remember Everything. Just a great song. And he's got so many. This just made tough for picking. So let's go around a little bit and. Uh, we're going to put out a really good playlist of John Prine, um, all John Prine music done by him and other artists that have covered John Prine. Do y'all have anyone that you want to include, Percy? Uh, a song I really want to include is a song he did called Linda Goes to Mars. Okay. And Willie Nelson wanted to record this. Okay. He really wanted to record that first. And there's a couple of songs that he did covers of. He didn't right. write all his stuff. He does a really good job of Lulu Walls, which was a song by the Carter family. Okay. Uh, there's a Hank Williams song, which was one of his favorite people. They'll never take her love from me. Yep. And also, Bad Boys, which this song was inspired by Merle Haggard. Wasn't that the theme from the show Cops? No. I didn't know John Prine did that. Do when they come for you. Yeah. I've heard that before. Merle Haggard 
he said that Merle Haggard was just spewing out hits left and right. He was. And that inspired him to write the song Bad, Bad Boys. Boys. And what else you got? Well, I, the song, and I want it done by him, not right. not by George Strait, but he wrote I Just Want to Dance with You. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he did. And I want that on there. All you right. know, George... George had a few lines of that written, and he and got with John Prine to, to finish out, it out. To finish it out, yeah. Because a lot of artists they get stuck. They, they, they call him John Prine. Yeah, well, I mean, figure it out. George basically didn't write Squat. I mean, if it hadn't been for Dean Dillon, he'd been broke. Yeah. And which that may we may cover Dean Dillon on down the line. Yeah, that's Matt's brother, isn't it? I think her first cousin. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Brian, you got any one of Of course I do. I got one. I got another Carter family song that I really like, Bear Creek Blues. Okay. And then I've got one more, and it's The Accident, Things Could Be Worse. All right. That's the only two I got. Oh, and and I want to add the, uh, he does a cover of, I think it's with Iris DeMint, We're Not the Jet Set. Okay. Yes, yes. Which has got one of the greatest lines in all the music. You know, and Tammy Wynette recorded some of his songs. Yeah. When it she says, did. our steak and martinis, our draft beer and weenies. <laughs> That's one of the greatest lines in all of music. Touches everybody. Every one of mine has been taken, but I think we've all talked about this, and I think it needs to be brought up. Uh, David Allen Cole. Yes. He never even called me by my name. Yes. Tell a story. He and Steve Goodman, Goodman were playing at the same club venue. I can't remember if it was Chicago or New York, but they were staying at the same hotel. And Steve Goodman had started this song. And when John finishes his show, he comes in, and they sit there, and John's just like making it like a joke. He's like, you know, I'm, we're just making fun of country music. Right. And... Steve Goodman takes the song and pitches it to a few artists, and he says, John Price says, hey, leave my name off of it. I don't want it. I, I think we're right. making fun of country music. I don't want no credit for it, whatever. Well, David Allen Coe gets the song and is fixing to release it, and Steve Goodman calls John Price and says, hey, David Allen Coe is fixing to record this. Are you sure you don't want any credit for it? He's like, no. I don't want any credit at all. He missed the boat on that one. And he says, looking back, he said, if I knew it was going to be that big, he said, I would have. Yeah. But he could. He, he still cashing checks he, on that one. And even in the, the song, uh, David Allen Coe said a good friend, Steve Goodman, wrote this song. That's right. And Because he had not written the perfect country, country western, western song yet. And But John Pride co-wrote that song yeah. in a hotel room. Which that song's always wish touched to... me because, you know, I've had to get my mom out of prison. <laughs> Love you, mom. You know, I have not. Yeah, and I haven't said motherfucker tonight, so that's in your honor. So there we go. I want to make sure, because I love John Mellencamp, John Prine wrote Jackie O. Yeah, so I want to make sure the Cougar gets on the list. I think everybody, everything else has been covered. I think this is going to be a great playlist podcast. 
Good, y'all did a good job on your homework. Learned even more about John Crying tonight. So if you want to learn more, listen to this podcast. Check out the uh, playlist coming up. And uh, everyone share and like on Facebook. We appreciate everybody out there. And Brad and Tammy, Brian, Brian, and Brian, always. But y'all, we're going to do another one coming up. We're going to talk about that after the show, about who's going to be the next uh, songwriter in the series. And appreciate it again, guys. And all I got to say is bye-bye.